the Too Rich to Miss podcast. Becoming. Evolving. Changing. Let's go. Welcome to the Too Rich to Miss podcast, a place dedicated to motivate, educate, and inspire the listener to live their best life now using the skills that lie within. Becoming a better person by evolving our way of thinking, which allows us to change our life, family, and community. Let's get into today's topics. Welcome to the Too Rich to Miss podcast. I am your host, Richard Hawks, and this week we got episode 24 coming at you. And I want to once again, before we get started, I want to come straight out the gate and shout out all of my listeners out there. Shout out to all the new listeners out there. Shout out to the international listeners that we got out there. We got South Africa on the map. We got Europe on the map. Uh, and shout out to Italy, um, the wonderful people in Italy, to the book publishers out there in Italy. Um, they're giving me book work. So shout out to them for keeping me busy with doing books. Uh, books are going to be coming out uh, that you will hear my voice on. Uh, so have some of those in the pipeline and going to line up some more to come out. So this week's episode as with the previous week's episode, we are going to be talking about, well, we're going to be talking about politics and we are in that political season. And today's topic, let me give it to you here and then we're going to the show overview and going to get this cracking. Today's episode main title, Bloomberg, just another Trump question mark. So we're going through when obviously we're going to do our positive news. Our positive news is coming out of New York. Uh, health news is coming out of Virginia. Homeschool news is coming out of central Illinois. And corny comedy. We have another interesting one for corny comedy. And then we're going to get into talking about Bloomberg. Just another Trump. All right. So. Let's go ahead on and get started right off the gate. Let's go up to talk about our positive news. And we are going to be getting this story out of New York and up in New York. The title of the article, this article comes out from the goodnewsnetwork.org. So be sure to check them out. That's where this article is coming from. And that's where we're going to be talking about today for our positive news. Inmates are earning free college degrees behind bars and their recidivism rate plunges to 2%. In a win-win for the public, these New York prisoners proudly earned their college degrees while they were still behind bars. They were part of the latest graduating class consisting of inmates who've gotten their diplomas for free through Hudson Link. Now, Hudson Link... Hudson Link is a nonprofit organization that has been, well, is an organization. I, I'm sure they're nonprofit, but I actually didn't see if they were nonprofit. But let's, I'm going to, uh, let's just say an organization. I'm quite sure they're nonprofit. But check out HudsonLink.org uh, to get more information about them. 
and the wonderful program they have going on. Come to find out, Hudson Link has been doing this for 21 years and has awarded over 700 degrees to prisoners, right? That's amazing. That's a wonderful thing. Now, the organization argues that it costs a whopping $60,000 per year to jail an individual in New York State, but only $5,000 to provide them with a prison education. Imagine that. Now, I would much, I would love to know and would be curious to know and see exactly how many of these inmates that get these college degrees are able to actually get out here and get some type of sustainable employment or be able to start some type of a sustainable business of some sort because what i know and what i've what i've noticed and seen from the people that i've ran into indirectly the guys that i run into that go in and have to do a bid of some sort and then come out the ones that i see that are the most successful are the ones that come out with a skill that yeah they could have went and got educated while they were locked up but when they come out they came out and went into a business of some sort legal business obviously but they come out and they got into a business of some sort and they got into that business and then they just grew the business or i can think of another individual uh that that did a bid got out got their cdl start driving trucks and balling out of control living a great life on the road having a great time and making all the money he want and i think now he's bought his own truck uh so you know so there's options are definitely good things that that you can do uh just if you make a mistake and you have to and you get caught up in some of the mistakes in your younger life and your younger years when you get out you can still get out here and do something positive and shout out to hudson link and definitely go check out their website hudsonlink.org to see more information about them support them and all of the wonderful thing that they're doing to help these uh to help the prisoners to help guys that are locked up get a degree and um and be able to come out and do something positive with with the skills that they have right now let's go on down and let's talk about health news now in health news now under our health news i want to to make sure that i talk about things that bring in the that bring in the attention to us that a lot of the things that we can do to improve our health are not real complicated and this particular article that i was looking at and reading is coming out of virginia and this particular article is coming from patch.com p-a-t-c-h.com now patch.com was talking about the coronavirus in virginia and they were talking about 45 travelers in virginia are under public health monitoring for exposure to the new coronavirus right now and i found that to be intriguing and i was originally going to talk about the fact of the coronavirus and how things that are happening over in china and different parts of the world can still affect us and and how we are more connected and how things 
in other parts of the world can affect us here and and we shouldn't be so closed minded and so think and and go down that path but it kind of led me to to think about something else as i read this article and i was thinking about it got down to the very end where it was talking about there's no cure right there's no cure no vaccine but you can take preventative actions now this is a podcast that's filled with intelligent people uh, all of my listeners are highly intelligent people uh, from time to time we just have to be reminded of some things that we already know that ha- that we have hidden back in the back of our mind and and this article just reminded me that when it comes to our health the most improvement that we can do with our health in any situation sometimes are some of the most basic things i mean think about this how much could your health improve if you ate better how much could your health improve if you actually exercised how much could your health improve if you actually paid attention to the things that you eat and were more strategic about what you put into your body so that your body was able to build its own resources up to heal itself and to function a lot better. What if you really did get that right amount of exercise that we know that we all should get? Now, granted, I'm not saying you got to be a gym rat or nothing like that, but we all should be active to a certain extent. Right. And I'm talking about all things in balance. Uh, the, this article went through and the, the preventative actions that it stated to take are some of the basic things that we should already be doing anyway. For example, wash your hands often with soap and water for at least 20 seconds. If soap and water are not available, use an alcohol based hand sanitizer. How many people know we should be doing that anyway? Avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth with unwashed hands. How many know we should be doing that anyway? Avoid close contact with people who are sick. Duh, anyone? Stay home when you are sick. Now, I know <laughs> here's one that we that all of us can't necessarily do because, I mean, hey, we got to get out here and go get it. And all of us aren't in jobs that are very friendly to us being sick. But if you can't stay home when you're sick, obviously stay home and the more to the story with this particular health segment is i want us to all take the time to not overthink issues with our health and to not overthink the fact that we have to do something so deep and so serious and so insanely complicated to get our health to be what it needs to be and to improve our health. We can improve our health with daily, simple improvements in small areas of our life. We didn't get into these bad situations health wise overnight, and we're not going to get out of these situations overnight. And if those of us that are out there that are wonderfully healthy, keep on keeping on to stay healthy so that you can continue to live your best life, right? 
and don't overthink it. Don't overthink it. It was really intriguing to when I read this article and I thought about it. I'm like, wow. You know, they're talking about this coronavirus and all the things that they can do, et cetera, et cetera, and it's bad. And at the end of it all, it's the simple steps that you need to take that we all know about that we all should be doing anyway to help to prevent the spread of this particular virus. Right now, pressing on. Let's talk about homeschool news. Homeschool news today comes out of central Illinois and kind of like I've told you before I like to talk about homeschooling because I want to normalize the conversation around homeschooling I want to normalize the conversation around homeschooling and make it to be something I want it to be a normal option an option where people are like, oh, yeah, you can do that, you know, versus a, oh, my God, you can do that. You know what I'm saying? We want I want this to be a more normalized conversation. And I'll tell you why. We're in a society right now where they're teaching all type of crazy stuff and all type of crazy stuff is going on. Uh, the LGBTIQAGB, now XYZ, WX, and uh, all whatever that whatever they are, that all of them, they are they are on something fierce right about now. I mean, you got this Billy Porter dude on Sesame Street in front of kids with a goddamn dress on. Excuse me for feeling like it's just something wrong with that. I mean, do what you do and be flaming and all of that and be how you be. But, okay, you going on Sesame Street with kids wearing that, wearing some Hollywood shit. Uh, You know, I mean, (laughs) I, I mean, really? And then I was listening to another podcast, listened to another podcast, and the guy was, and the host was talking about how in his city and state, that in the public schools now listen to this in the public schools there in jersey that they're passing a law to where the kids in school can be recognized by whatever gender they prefer to be recognized as no matter what they are and that's crazy and then you got crazy people floating around. Did y'all, did anybody out there see the pictures of Snoop Dogg's son? Did anybody see the pictures of Snoop Dogg's son out there with makeup on and all that shit? And now he's grown, but good God. And let's go to a child. Let's go to a child. You got Dwayne Wade and Gabrielle Union parading around their child that's, that's 12 years old is going, that's, that, oh my God. I mean, and, him her or whatever they okay support your children yeah but is it really necessary to take your child on some type of tour to uh to promote them and use them as a marketing piece i mean it seems to me like it's kind of distasteful in the sense of i feel like they're just kind of using their kid as a marketing piece i mean yeah he's got his doc he has a documentary or something coming out uh, um, if he doesn't have some coming out 
or going on, I'm sure something may be about to come out because it just seems that you parading your kid all around and all that all out there and then they're 12 and then you're going to let them have gender reassignment surgery at uh, uh mm. Man, that that in itself I mean as a parent you do what you do with your child and knowing what you do with your child is nobody's business however when you do put your child on front street out there in the middle of this age of social media it does beg for some criticism and then Hollywood is so gay right about now that it's just like it's no secret and it's easy to see that there's a demasculization of men, especially black men in Hollywood that's going on. Uh, and, and then they got this whole gay agenda that it seems that they seem to be pushing even to the children and even down into the schools. And they're even uh, and then you got people like Dwayne Wade and this and Gabrielle Union out there flaunting their kid out there when that's really honestly in my thoughts that's a private matter I mean if your kid decide to do some shit like that that's support your child and you know and you be with that's that's a private matter that's not something that should be put on front street unless of course it's a marketing ploy to keep some attention on you because there's something that is coming out is out or you know you need some attention for some particular reason or another but hey and that's the reason. What does all that have to do with homeschooling? All of that has to do with homeschooling because guess what? If your child is homeschooled, then you can make it a point to teach them and educate them that boys that are born boys grow up to be men. Girls that are born girls grow up to be women. I know that's very strange and controversial in this new quote unquote day age and progressive time but um boys grow up to be men that like women to create families and more children to populate the world right women little girls grow up to be women that like boys that grow up to be married to men to have families and populate the earth and all this other type of good stuff, right? Grown folks do what you do, um, but a 12-year-old child, but once again, do what you do. But the reason why this has anything to do with homeschooling is when your child is homeschooled, you are teaching them the values that you want them to have. You are making sure that they understand what how the world is and the way you want to make sure that they see it and understand it right you don't have to worry about your child being un being influenced by some crazy off the wall ideas that you and your family may not even believe in right so i talk about homeschooling I want to talk about I'm going to talk about homeschooling on a week to week basis. I'm going to highlight some of the things about homeschooling on a week to week basis. And I'm also going to get I'm also going to get uh, my my wife in here and we're going to talk about some tips and things that you can do 
if you have to deal with the public school system and some ways that you can kind of navigate through all of that, because I mean, it's a trick to it. Well, it's not really a trick to it, quite frankly. The short version, you got to be on their ass. And you got to be on their ass. You got to double, triple check everything that they say to you. You got to make sure that you educate your child. Even though they're going to public schools, you still got to make sure you talk to them and educate them and all of this other type of stuff. There's a whole list of things that uh, she'll go through. And we're going to get her in here to talk about that as well so that we can give you guys that because like I said, everybody doesn't is not going to be able to homeschool their children and it's not for everyone but in this crazy twisted world that we're living in right now it's definitely something that those who can perhaps should consider uh <laughs> because you know it, they got some twisted things going on in school today and which brings us to homeschool news that's kind of why i'll be talking about homeschooling but Homeschool news for today. Out of Central Illinois, the Christian Homeschool Association, uh, they have a basketball team out there that is doing extremely well. And quite frankly, I just want to shout them out. Um, you can go to Twitter and actually read, go to my Twitter, uh, Too Rich Too Miss on Twitter, and you can see this full article. This article is from foxillinois.com. And you can check it there. And like I say, you can go to my Twitter and read this article as well. It's talking about the Christian Homeschool Association, their basketball team. And nothing really major to talk about other than the fact that they have a basketball team and it's growing. And that's the important thing. We want to always make sure that, uh, especially coming from someone who has a child who benefited from homeschooling and played sports for homeschool organizations and the only reason honestly we even went the route of putting him in private school later on was only because of the exposure he needed more exposure to be able to get the scholarship to go to college that he got so i talk about this particular organization this is the christian homeschooling organization their website is cha.church C-H-A dot church. Uh, make sure that you go through and retweet the article, uh, reshare the article, go to their website, check them out. If you're in central Illinois, go uh, support the team. You know, go uh, ask them if there's anything you can do for a volunteer, all of this type, all of those type of things. And if nothing else, share information about this team. And share information about more of these homeschool sports organizations so that these other colleges for the kids that do want to utilize their skills to get to college and to pay for their education. They can have more exposure to be able to be seen and so that more scouts can be able to get on. They can be able to get on more scouts radars. So this particular homeschool news article is specifically just to shout them out. Congratulations to the Christian Homeschool Association basketball team out there in central Illinois. Keep on keeping on and keep on doing your thing. And let's keep on supporting homeschool sports. Let's promote them. Let's make sure that we share information on, about homeschooling sports in your area on their on our pages and on all of our feeds. 
Uh, go to Two Rich to Miss on Twitter and I'll reshare this article. It'll be out there uh, as your as of the publishing of this. It'll be in the show notes as well. Uh, but as you're listening to it, uh, go check it. Go check out my Twitter. All right. Moving on down the line here, we get to one of my favorite segments of the show. Corny comedy. Corny comedy. I call it corny comedy because I am not a comedian and I'm not going to. You know, I mean, I like comedy and I respect what these guys do. So I'm not going to sit here and try to be or do or insult their craft. Right. So uh, so I call this corny comedy because I realize and understand that most of these jokes um, are going to be funny other than the fact that they're just corny. And uh, I pulled this one once again. I got this one off of TikTok. Uh, from all of the young people out there uh, over there on TikTok. <laughs> yeah, I got this one from over there. So today's joke is this. Listen to this one. What did one saggy boob say to the other? Give up. If we don't get some support, people are going to think we're nuts. and what does that have to do with anything absolutely nothing at all it's really only just a brief moment of distraction while i go in here to talk about bloomberg mike bloomberg former new york city mayor right Running for president, right? Worth about $61 billion. And my question is asking, is he just another Trump? Is he the Democratic version of Trump? What is he actually going to do? Is he even going to do anything at all, right? Uh, I mean, because uh, pardon me for being not so trusting and so uh, optimistic in regards to politicians and what they say, especially during times when they're trying to get elected. You know, I mean, he's, he's got all of his ads out and such and running this, that and the third and and trying to and trying to pander towards the black community and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But I think about the fact that this is the stop and frisk guy, right? He didn't change his mind or say anything wrong that he didn't, he didn't feel like there was anything wrong with stop and frisk until conveniently, around about the time when before he was about to announce his campaign that he was going to be running for president. Interesting, right? And then he has these other comments that he made where he feels like I could said in another podcast uh, or on my YouTube channel, he feel he felt like when he made this statement 
that black people weren't stopped enough and white people were stopped too much. Now, this is also the same individual who, while he was the mayor of New York, the Central Park Five that were found to be innocent because they were, they sued the state, which they should. They sued New York, which they should have. They won, which they did, which they should have. And Bloomberg held up the settlement funds that they were that they sued for. And interesting, once he interesting thing, Bloomberg held it up. But once another mayor got into office, suddenly those funds were able to be released. Right. And the, the Central Park Five were able to get that settlement. So, you know, I said all of those things to to say um, what makes him different from Donald Trump as far as other than the fact that he's a well, now he's on the Democratic ticket. But this is also the same guy who was an independent from 2007 to 2018 and was a Republican himself from 2001 to 2007. And now he's a Democrat, a Democratic candidate, right? And he was a Democrat in 2001. So I guess he was, so he's been affiliated with both parties. Hmm. And I say that to say, what makes him different from Donald Trump again? Now, I'm all I'm down with the whole, you know, get 45 out of office and all that. OK, yeah, I get that. I'm down with that now. And I'm, you know, I'm down with all of that. But when I stop and look and I think about it, kind of like I said in my last podcast, why should I waste my time? I mean, irregardless of if Trump gets back in office, I'm going to still be getting money regardless. If Bloomberg gets in office, I'm going to still be getting money regardless. You know, I mean, uh, it, I mean, hey, I'm, I'm working on getting into that into that great, great tax bracket where I can get some of them tax breaks that they putting out there. But as of right now, I mean, hey, I'm not there. So, uh, you know, so no matter who wins, I'm going to still be good. But I put this out there to my smart people who, you know, to think about it and to really ponder what's really so different about him than Donald Trump. I mean, yeah, he's going to he's going to look at the mistakes that Donald Trump made and not be so stupid in his speech and maybe not be so divisive because Trump has kind of played that card and uh, and Trump is going to play that card on his side. But, you know, so. So Bloomberg is going to definitely be pandering towards us and the black community. But, you know, but what makes him so different? What makes him so different than Donald Trump? And my thoughts, he's just the Democratic version of Donald Trump. And if Trump was a Democrat in office, he would be back over on the Republican side being a Republican. And, uh, at, and we're not going to even talk about all of this, all of these bands and these gun bands and stuff that he's trying to put out there as well. Uh, so, I mean, I'm not, I don't honestly, 
I understand the importance of going out to vote. I understand why people feel that way. I do. I get it. But if I'm really going to actually go down this road and talk about in you know, voting and I encourage people who do want to participate and vote to do so, I'm just asking, OK, let's let's go down that road. Let's think. Let's talk about it. Well, what makes if Bloomberg is on this ticket, which he is, what makes him so different? Why should we why should anybody why should we look at him as being any different than Trump? What's he going to do? Well, for that matter, what's any I'm going to do? Let's think about Joe Biden ain't no better. Joe, let's not forget that Joe Biden initiated, signed into law the 1994 crime bill. Let's also remember that Joe Biden has tried to run for president before and didn't make it. And uh, I, uh, Joe Biden, uh, mm, yeah, meh. So, I mean, uh, so who else we got? Elizabeth Warren, perhaps? You know, so, I mean, hey, but... I'm all about the anybody but Trump. But while we're doing anybody but Trump, let's actually really see which one of these Democrats are actually going to really do something for us. Because we already know that most politicians are just going to give us some talking points and make us feel good. And then when they get up in office, they're going to do whatever benefits them. So all my smart people, all my wonderful listeners out there tweet me let me know who should we vote who should we be looking at and what makes bloomberg any different than trump other than the fact that now he's a democrat again and i guess if he doesn't win and trump does get out of office he'll be a republican the next time maybe who knows? He's got about 61 billion to float around to throw around. So, I mean, hey, I guess he can do either one. In the meantime, in between time, shout out to all my wonderful listeners. Thank you so much for listening to the show. Be sure to give me the five star rating. Be sure to share. Be sure to uh, follow me on YouTube. Too rich to miss. Follow me on Twitter. Too rich to miss. Follow me on Instagram. Too rich to miss. Got some good stuff coming out. My Twitter, I'm always putting out some positive things and inspirational quotes uh, on Twitter. On my uh, Instagram, I'm putting out quotes. On my Twitter, I'm putting out articles and questions. Uh, be sure to follow me and check me out. And I will see you guys next week. Peace. The Too Rich to Miss Podcast.